Hey there! Welcome to the Imperfectly Pollyanna podcast. I am your host, Courtney, a faith-filled homeschool mom of two, licensed medical professional, certified health coach, and eternal optimist. Here at the podcast, we talk about real life, always imperfect, but always finding the good. I'm so glad you're here. This episode will likely be a short one, but I don't feel the need to fill space just for filling it. (laughs) But thank you for being here. Before I finish, I'll be announcing the winner of my recent Raising Warriors mug giveaway, so be listening for that. When I was growing up, our church choir always put on some sort of Christmas play, musical, presentation, what have you. There was one we did multiple times, and I don't remember the name of the whole thing, but I do remember a specific song that was in it, and it inevitably runs through my mind every single time this time of year comes around. It says something to the effect of, There's only three days left till Christmas, and while the family's having fun, buying presents galore at the favorite store, I'm home wrapping everyone. (laughs) It talks about how she's cleaning and shopping and wrapping and baking and doing everything for everyone, completely stressed out, all while her husband and kids are enjoying the season and off doing their own thing. By the end of the song, she's screaming and losing her mind. It was always a hit performance that received belly laughs from everyone. Of course, I was a kid then, so I thought it was funny just because the song lyrics were silly and the lady who sang it was so great at it. As an adult, especially a parent, I now realize that song speaks to a lot of us this time of year. Sure, there are parents out there who are relaxed enjoying every moment with their family, following the rules of four with giving gifts, you know, something to read, something to wear, something wanted and something needed. I love that. I really do. And I applaud those who do it without hesitation. I do sometimes think that those parents are unicorns, but I probably would find them judging me and my messy house, piles of laundry and dog hair loving the furniture. (laughs) Then again, that's me prejudging them, isn't it? I'm saying all of this because I could easily give you a typical Christmas-related episode that includes those phrases of remembering the reason for the season. And it's not about giving your kids everything they want, or it's not the things but the moments they'll remember. I could say all of those things, and I wouldn't be wrong in doing so because they're all the truth. They all matter. But honestly, I still struggle with not buying my kids all the things. Not because I think they need them, but because I genuinely love to gift them things I know they need or want or would really enjoy. They know that when making their wish list, it's simply that, a wish list. We have emphasized every year that it's fun to look through catalogs, find things that look fun, even think up items that would be cool to have, not even knowing if they actually exist, and then put it on their list all the while knowing they may not get those things. My kids make me so happy just having them in my life. There was a time when I didn't think I would ever have that ability. The ability to be a mom and raise my children. I enjoy finding little things throughout the year that make me think of them that I think they'd like. Sometimes these are toys, but other times it's crafts or something like that that we can do together for fun. 
When it comes to Christmas, I think about the things that stick out to me that I enjoy, either now or as a kid. Most of those things end up being one and the same. Driving around looking at lights, drinking hot cocoa, watching White Christmas and It's a Wonderful Life, I love those, going to our church's Christmas Eve candlelight service. Then there's the tradition of new Christmas pajamas, which is something I totally failed at this year because my son now has so much muscle that the size was too small for him. (laughs) That's what I get for ordering online. Oh well, he still appreciated them and they look cute. There's the trimming of the tree while we play Christmas music, putting out the nativity set, hanging the stockings, so much fun. And this year we were learning about Spain and we made these things called pooping logs. Look it up. It's a thing. I might've mentioned it before, but anyway, it's super fun. (laughs) I know it sounds gross, but it's fun. And I'm pretty sure that this will be something that we may end up doing every year. And they're still happily writing letters to Santa, even if it's just to entertain me. I love seeing their faces light up Christmas morning as they open up each gift with thankfulness and their excitement over watching their siblings open a gift from them. It's just, uh, it just makes you feel good all over. And yet, it's always the last few days before Christmas when I begin to second guess myself. Did I get the right things? Should I have gotten something different? Will they be disappointed? I never baked the cookies. We never watched all the Hallmark shows. We haven't done this or that yet all the pressure put on myself from myself to make sure it's all perfect. Do I know that it will be perfect in the end? Yes. Do I know my kids will be grateful and happy no matter what? Yes. Do I know that when it all comes down to it, the important thing is for my children to know why we celebrate? 100% yes. But I wanted to be transparent with you because... I think it is easy to tell people what they should do, yet not always easy to follow those suggestions for ourselves. And speaking of being transparent, I wanted to share something that happened to me a few nights ago with my daughter. We were working on our lesson for Christmas around the world, and one of the projects was for the kids to create their own play. They could even build their own stage. My daughter was supposed to color and cut out nativity characters to use for hers, and then my son had to make up his on his own. And once she got it all cut out and glued onto straws, she asked what she was supposed to do for the play. I told her it's it's for the nativity and she looked confused. So I rephrased it because I know she doesn't always understand words that I assume she knows. And so I told her it's the story of Jesus being born and Mary and Joseph traveling to Bethlehem. And she got teary and she told me, but I don't know that story. Now, let me tell you, there was some heavy internal battling going on in my head in that moment. How did she not know the Christmas story? How did I miss the mark after all the deliberate learning choices we had made? How did she not remember one story, this story, that this all circles around? Had I failed her? Was she just never paying attention? Here we are less than a week before Christmas, and she doesn't know the story of Christmas? Ugh, I have a history of fighting with old demons when it comes to feeling not good enough, not smart enough, not a good enough parent, etc., etc. The thing about old demons is that you recognize them quicker each time and learn how to overcome them. You learn how to put that armor on and fight back. 
So what did I do in that moment? Did I belittle her for not knowing or remembering? Because let me tell you, she has heard the Christmas story from her very own beginning herself. She has heard it in Sunday school, church, at home, in lessons, at her grandparents, and movies. She just has some um, unique qualities when it comes to focusing and remembering. Something that isn't just unique in this moment, but something we've been struggling working on throughout the year. So no, I didn't belittle her or get angry. Instead, I chose to take it as a blessing to have a moment with her. We got up, grabbed a Bible and a Bible storybook, and went into her room together. Her brother ended up following us as well. We sat down together and she followed along as I read the story of Mary and Joseph, the shepherds, the birth of Jesus, and the wise men. We laughed at the idea of a mom having to give birth around smelly animals and talked about the lack of comfort the baby must have had when placed in a stone manger. We talked about the swaddling clothes and what those were used for. We even talked about how Jesus wasn't actually born on Christmas Day and when he probably was born. It was a moment that I could have freaked out, got angry with myself and her, and I would have lost the chance of helping her remember the reason we celebrate. Now, do I always do things right? Absolutely not. But when I get a chance to do the right thing and take it, I'm going to be glad about that. We didn't bake cookies this year. Though my son did end up making some on his own while he stayed with um, their grandparents last weekend. And they were delicious. I got to try a few whenever we got back in town. And because I worked this week except for Christmas Day, we have one day left to do our last lesson, go see the lights, watch the movies, drink the cocoa, grab a few last minute gifts, and wrap everything. I am sure we will get it all done and enjoy most of it actually because we're doing it together. I am praying for grace for the moments when stress tries to creep in. Thinking about the baby that was born so long ago, I'm sure things were not peaceful then either. I mean, I've had two babies and delivering, even when in a nice pretty hospital, it's not all rainbows and unicorns. I even ended up having C-sections, and those were definitely not pretty. (laughs) I imagine Mary, though, while feeling the joy of knowing who she was carrying, may have had some stress going on as well. After all, she was still human. Maybe she would wonder, like, I don't know, like, where would they sleep? Would the birth go smoothly? Like, how bad would the pain be? Did she bring enough blankets to keep them warm? Not to mention the smell of the animals. Concerns of cleanliness. How would she raise the Son of God? So many thoughts, worries, concerns. Wanting it all to be perfect, go perfectly, end up being the best day ever. And it was one of the best days ever. Even if it wasn't what she had in her own mind of what it would look like. Every year there are reminders that many are hurting, depressed, missing someone. We hear of loved ones dying. Arguments over political things or opinions. Reminders of what could have or should have been. But the thing is... It doesn't stop after Christmas. There will always be things we do as parents that will leave us second-guessing our decisions or feeling inadequate. We will make so many mistakes along the way, and we pray for grace that our kids will survive them. There will also always be opportunities for us to show our kids how to not take things for granted. 
to offer a helping hand to someone, to learn the lessons of it is better to give than to receive. In the end, I think it's okay to want to get your kids things that you know will bring them happiness. I think it's okay to want to do all the traditions and follow through with every idea. I think it's okay to want to do better for them. But with that, remember that you are a good parent by simply being there for your kid. You don't have to do all the things. They will be okay. They are allowed to forget significant things just like you are able to remind them in a loving way. And when it comes down to it, you are in this together. This thing called life as a family. No one really knows what they're doing. Some are just better at pretending. As you enjoy this Christmas holiday, I pray you find peace, love, and true joy in your heart. I want to encourage you that if you're looking for something to do as a family, the Christmas special of The Chosen is out now. It's exclusively on their app. Um, The one that was in the movies And it's actually in the app as well. It has a full thing of musicians and stuff before it. But they actually took the Christmas episode itself and put it into its own little thing to watch. You can watch it just on their app. You can download it no matter what type of tech gadget you have. You just look up the chosen app if you don't have it. It's free. You can even project it to a smart TV or to um, to other tech gadgets. And find the episode called The Messengers. It's so good, and I'm hoping to watch it with my own kids this week. Oh, and before I go, I recently had a giveaway over on my Instagram page for a Raising Warriors mug. I drew the name Monday night, and the winner is A.K. Leanne. I am so, so excited for her to get it. And I will be reaching out to her in order to get a shipping address and get it sent to her. And I just want to say thank you to everyone who participated and shared. I do have intentions of doing something again next month to celebrate my, get this, one year of the show. (laughs) So stay tuned. I'm hoping this podcast finds those needing encouragement and support. If that's you, you found a friend. If something in this episode has touched you, would you mind sharing it with someone you know and love? I hope you continue showing up as we find the good together. Remember, you are loved, and I am glad you're here. See you next time.